Hey, this is James McCoy. Welcome to the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits. Let's have some fun. So, like I said, I was going to do this with Lane. He can't be with me right now, so I will just get into it. What happened on Monday Night Raw with Roman Reigns is quite interesting. Um, His promo almost seemed like it was a shoot, like he was shooting on Brock Lesnar. And he said a lot of things that I agree with. I don't agree with a lot of Roman Reigns, but I agree with a lot of what he said. Um, Brock does hide behind his contract. He doesn't have respect for the business. I agree with those. But Roman, you don't have respect for the business either because you have put yourself in a situation that could really compromise your career. And you have no one to blame for that one but yourself if it turns out to be true. But the question is, was what Roman Reigns said Monday night a true shoot or was it scripted and Brock really wasn't, you know, going to actually be on Monday Night Raw. It was just a swerve. Here's what I think. You had Paul Heyman at the Elimination Chamber pre-show saying Brock would be there. It had been heavily promoted that Brock Lesnar was going to be there. So why would you do that if you're WWE? Why would you heavily promote that and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen? Brock Lesnar was in Las Vegas, you know, the site of the Elimination Chamber, took a picture with UFC owner Dana White. Here, here's what I think. I think the situation is that Brock Lesnar is going back to the UFC. I think, you know, he has unfinished business. He wants to do it. But Brock is going to have to serve a six-month suspension once he gets back into the USADA pool for, you know, what he got busted for, you know, a while back. So Brock Lesnar wants to get back into the UFC. Now, could he be doing all this to strong-arm WWE for a better contract? It's possible. I mean, he did it, you know, during the last time they negotiated a contract. Um, He no-showed, you know, a show back then. I don't know what will ultimately happen. I can only give you, you know, a guess. And my guess would be that Brock's going to go back to the UFC. Now, why would he? He has it very comfortable in WWE. He can come and go when he pleases. He makes a boatload of money for working maybe four or five times a year. That's it. I believe it's because he has unfinished business. Maybe he's bored. I mean, I have no idea. If I were him, I wouldn't leave the WWE at all. I, I just wouldn't. You know, it... He has it so comfortable. You know how many guys wish they could have the contract that he has? Where he can just come in and work four times a year? Anybody would want that. And listen, there's guys there. I mean, shoot, The Undertaker comes in once a year, but but he's earned that. I honestly don't believe truly that Brock Lesnar has earned that in the stipulation of this business. I don't. Yeah, you can say he's a draw, he's a polarizing star, and maybe he is all those things. But I don't think Brock Lesnar paid his dues. I don't, because they put the championship on him quick. They put him the moon and back. I mean, I feel the same way about Roman. You know, he was with the shield. They put the shield, you know, into the middle of main event scenes, right? Roman comes out, you know, yeah, he had to prove himself in the main event scene against guys like Randy and, you know, and everybody, but, uh, and Kane and, but 
what happened to actually paying your dues, right? What happened to that? Um, I don't think Brock Lesnar ever truly did. And Brock has not been in the business long enough for me to say that he deserves this. He didn't put, he hasn't put his body through the type of hell that guys like The Undertaker, the guys like Kane, the guys like Cena, the guys have been there for over 15 years plus. Those three guys together have been there for probably a total of 55, 60 years combined between the three. Brock only came in in what, 2003? Was there for two years and then he came back in 2012. Seven years. Brock shit on the company when he left. Gave a piss poor performance in his final match at WrestleMania in the first time against Goldberg. That's what Brock did. And everyone knew he was on the way out. You don't do that to a business that gave you an opportunity. Then at WrestleMania against Dean Ambrose, he puts on a piss poor performance there as well. He has no respect for the business at all. And I challenge anybody out there to call into my station who are wrestling fans. Do you agree that Brock doesn't care for the business? I don't think he does. His actions and what he does, to me, I un- listen, I understand he, he says he's a businessman. I get all that. I understand he wants to make his money. I get that too. But you have to show s- somewhat some respect to people who are, one, paying you this money, number two, giving you this chance that you can be coming in only four times a year. I mean, come on. Show some respect. And I want to know from everybody out there if you think I'm wrong or, or if you think I'm right. So please, call into my station, let me know, and I would love to debate you guys with it. I think that would be fun. And a nice little interesting twist because I want to see what you guys think and see if you guys can throw in, you know, maybe a wrinkle that I'm not thinking about, you know, something um, to really make this conversation, you know, either, you know, get spiced up or get taken in a different direction. All right, so let's move on to this filmmaker. This filmmaker has put out a report saying he's going to go into hiding once this gets revealed whatever he has on Roman and everybody else that he has linked. For anyone who's not familiar with the story, Richard Rodriguez, drug dealer out of Miami, his office was raided. They came across a lot of information about, you know, distribution of drugs. And there's a long list of people that are on that list. There's also a long list of tracking numbers and addresses and phone numbers and everything associated with the people that he has on that list. So this guy's looking at hard jail time. Hard time. So the rumors are is that he made a deal. Excuse me. Made a deal. So with that deal, he now had to reveal everything that he knows. And if everything turns out accurate, obviously his sentence will be reduced. 
the more the more you reveal, the better your sentence is going to be cut. Um, this filmmaker, Mr. Bravo, decided to take on this um, this film, and he is going to release any time now the evidence against Roman Reigns that he has, and everybody else that's on that list that may not be a wrestler but celebrities or sports athletes he's releasing all of that and now he says he's going to go into hiding after doing that because he fears for his life that tells me there's a lot of people who don't want this information released that tells me that if you're that fearful of going into hiding that either A you've already been threatened or B, you're anticipating the backlash and you're anticipating the threats. So you're just going to go get a head start and jump and go hide. Listen, this is what happens when you do something like this. This is what happens when you take on a story like this. You know, you know, you are putting yourself in the middle of the firefight, so to speak. You know, there's been lawyers who have defended very bad people. And those people, those lawyers have been threatened. And in this case, you're afraid for your life because in a way, you're kind of defending Richard Rodriguez. And in a way, there may be people who don't want this released. And here comes the backlash. I think you need, if you are fearful that you're going to, you know, you could die, then you need to go to the police and ask for protection. Now, you're the one taking this on. You need to protect yourself. I totally agree with that. Go to the police and get protection. If that's what you really feel. Now, when it comes to this evidence, this guy's not backed down. He has not backed down from his claims that there's evidence against Roman Reigns and other WWE superstars, or maybe even other wrestlers and other promotions. When this first came out, I just thought it was BS from the internet. You know, don't believe everything you read. The more I looked into it, the more I investigated it, you know, looked up info. The more I realized this isn't just something on the internet that you need to ignore. And if you're a WWE fan like I am, or or, or just a wrestling fan in general like I am, you're obviously interested. So, my question to you guys, and I, do you think that this guy's bluffing? Do you think he's telling the truth? And do you think Roman Reigns is in a lot of trouble? Because here's what I know. If Roman Reigns, after his first suspension, continued to buy dr- continued to buy drugs from this guy, and it's proven that, that he did that, the big dog could be in the big house. If he distributed it, Roman Reigns could be looking at big house. The big dog in the big house. Again, we have to wait till everything comes out. But I do believe this guy has something. 
I do. I totally do. I didn't. I didn't in the beginning. But I do now. And hear me out, everybody. He keeps doubling down on his comments. He's not wavering from anything. Usually when someone says something wrong and or says something very controversial that turns out to be wrong, there's he caves in. Those people cave into the pressure from other people around him, and guess what they do? They tell him that he needs to back up his comments a little bit, meaning, you know, you need to reword what you said and put it out there differently. He hasn't done that. He hasn't. He hasn't backed down from anything. He has continued to double down. He has continued to straight up say, I got this evidence against him and it's coming. This is why I believe him. That's why. And if he's full of shit, right, and it turns out that he doesn't have anything that's very big against Roman Reigns, then that's good for Roman and that's good for his career. And I'll, and I'll apologize. I will come on my podcast and I will man up and apologize. But I think he's got it. And I think Roman's in a lot of trouble. So, I mean, get ready. This shit's going to hit the fan. It's going to hit it quick. And when it does, it's going to turn the wrestling world upside down. And it could turn the main event for WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year, on its head. Because you have now Brock Lesnar, who people are fearing he may not show up due to the fact that WWE apparently has used up all of his, you know, you know, contract days that he could be there. The only way that Brock would come back is if WWE said, here, we're going to give you this if you come make an appearance. His contractual dates have all ran out according to reports. So you have that. You have what happened on Monday night where Roman appeared to be shooting on Brock. But now you have all this. So the two guys who are in the main event, you got clouds circulated around them. And I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say one of those wrestlers that's on that list is Brock. That's my opinion. That's what I feel because he's already he, he got popped in the UFC for and he got suspended and he got fined. Both of his test samples in the UFC came back for for steroids. And human growth hormone. I mean, I would not be surprised if Brock is on that list. That's all I'm going to speculate on who's on that list because I can't really think of anybody else. There is a Hall of Famer, though, that apparently is connected to all this that apparently, you know, spent $140,000 on, you know, stuff. Now, we don't know if he did it, if he were taking orders from, you know, from the wrestlers or what. We don't know that. We just know that he spent over 140 k So he's going to be revealed. Who could the legend be? All we're going to do is guess. I mean, I have a few names in mind, but I'm not going to say because I don't know. And I know I just said I believe Brock Lesnar's on that list, but that's just my opinion. Let me clear this up. I'm not saying Brock is on this list at all. That's just my opinion. Now, in one of the earlier reports from John Bravo, 
it was reported that Brock Lesnar was another name that was on this list. We will find out. We're all going to sit here in anticipation, waiting for this film to come out. And it needs to come out soon. That's That's what has to happen. But I think Roman's in a lot of trouble here. And I think whoever's on this list is in a hell of a lot of trouble as well. So we will sit here and we will wait patiently and we'll see what happens. I'll tell you what, guys, guys and girls, it's uh, an interesting time to be a wrestling fan. I mean, I, I honestly can't tell you the last time that there's been so much controversy like this. When was the last time the two main event guys who were getting ready to fight each other? When was the last time you heard you had this much controversy? In the words of Eric Bischoff, man, controversy makes cash. And I don't know if this kind of controversy will make cash. I think this controversy right here could be the end of one career. I hope for Roman that this isn't true. I hope any of it is not true for him. But If it is, he will be suspended for 60 days and he will be out of the main event at WrestleMania. And that's where I'm going to transition to my next top, you know, to my next topic. Braun Strowman does not have a clear partner for Mania yet. I look like on Monday night, it could be Elias. Reports are coming out in the round that they are keeping Braun Strowman's WrestleMania card open just in case that either Brock or Roman, but mostly Roman, is suspended. Or WWE has to suspend him. That Brock would then fight Braun. And that's... And that's where... And that's where we're at here. Um, It looks like The Miz is going to be defending his championship against... It's going to be the Fingers Championship against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. So I will address that when I come back. All right, guys, I am back. And I am back with the charismatic enigma himself, Lane Hardy. I mean, uh, yeah. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, we'll do that. And you're here with the phenomenal one. James Styles, thank you very much. No, okay. So, <laughs> so I shot a, so I shot a segment early on, and pretty much what I talked about, Lane, was I pretty much just brought it into like a whole story. So I talked about the film producer first, who said he was going to go into hiding after he releases all the evidence. And from reading the article, it said like because the only reason he would go into hiding is if you fear for your life. So I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. So, you know, so I talked about my feelings on that. And so we will continue this with your feelings and then we'll just go through each topic that I hit on earlier and we'll get your feelings. So again, so this guy, he want, he said he's going to go into hiding because he fears for his life. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, if it's that big of a deal, if you feel for your life, fear for your life, then why don't you just keep your mouth shut? To me, it sounds like he wants to, you know, release all this information and, you know, everyone, he wants everyone to know he did it, and then he wants to run and hide so he doesn't have to answer questions or doesn't have to do, you know, media or anything like that. Because if you're really that in fear of your life, 
why release it then? You know, or why anonymously, or a fake name, or something. I mean, like rappers, they don't use their real name. Why don't you use a fake name? Why didn't you just stay anonymous? I mean, that's there's true. ways you could have done it. That's true. Celebrities do that at hotels. They'll give up aliases and you know other alternative you know identification of who you know who they really are. That's an interesting stance that you take on that. That is completely the opposite direction I took, and here's why. Here's what I think. If you're in fear for your life, why don't you go to the police? Why don't you go get protection? You know, it's like, you know, for me, it's, I don't, you know, and I said this earlier, he hasn't backed down from anything he said. I will say I do agree with a lot of what you said, though, because that's an interesting, you know, way to take it. Uh, If you're in fear for your life, like you said, you know, yeah, why release it? I think I know why he's releasing it is because this guy, you know, again, he, you know, is on a plea deal, you know, and if anything, anything you let out might help his sentence. So he's only, you know, he's only doing this because he wants to get it out there that people are, you know, breaking the law and he wants to get it out there for people to know, hey, these guys aren't as good as you think they are. If that's the case, then he can do it in the courtroom. Why does he have to go public and put it on YouTube or whatever website? If you've got the evidence, go to the police. Then they can use it in court, and you don't have to go put it on all this social media, and nobody's going to know who the hell you are. Once again, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, again, the cops have the evidence, so I'm not, I guess I'm not understanding, I guess, why, you know, the cops aren't the ones coming out releasing this evidence. Um I don't know. I don't think there's any kind of gag order that that prohibits them from releasing at it, you know, any of it. So if the cops truly do have the evidence, I, I do see what you're saying. Why don't they just release it? And this guy can stay out of the limelight. I personally think and I didn't and I didn't say this when I was talking about this earlier. Part of me thinks that he is seeking attention. He's putting his exactly. You know, you know what I mean? He's putting his rep on the line here. And I think he's seeking attention. And I think he's seeking sympathy. And I think he wants people to think it's going to be a lot more dangerous than probably what it is. It's all about the money, man. All about getting his name out there and playing the victim and <clears throat> sympathy. Well, it was actually a sympathy card. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you've got this evidence and the police have it. Then why not leave it in the courtroom? I agree. I mean, it, it would protect him in the sense that they did it in the courtroom because he wouldn't be the one that has to re- he wouldn't be the one that has to release it. But here's what I say: when he took on this, when he took on this, he took on everything that came with it. So he took on the fears of what could happen. You know, it's the same thing with people. You know, when they make mistakes and all that stuff. You know, they make their bed; they have to lay in it. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, when he agreed to be the film guy to take this evidence out there and then start releasing it or saying he's going to release it. Um, he took on everything that comes with it. So you take on the good things and the bad. So if the bad things come with, you know, threats for your life, you know, or, or what have you, you have to do something about it as a man. You're the one that took it on. You got yourself into this. If you're really in that fear of your life, go to the police for help. Exactly. I just don't buy it. I don't think, you know, I don't know if he's really going to go into hiding. I, I don't know. Um, I saw a comment earlier that someone said that the WWE was the mafia, that Vince McMahon was going to put a hit out on this guy and uh, saying that 
you know, talking about the 90s steroids issues and, you know, just because, you know, Vince McMahon's older, don't think he doesn't have the 90s mentality of where, you know, he would put a hit out on somebody. So whoever this person was insinuating this, if you're ever listening to this podcast, you're full of crap. Um, Bunch of crap. Yeah. All right. So after that, I, I moved on into incorporating this whole thing into the potential main event of WrestleMania. So I went from that to if this evidence does come out, what does it do to the main event of WrestleMania if it indeed ties Roman Reigns to it? Um, I had mentioned that Braun Strowman's dance card is open because, you know, we've already heard the stories that Braun will be placed as a replacement in the main event if Reigns is suspended. But now, dude, we have a whole nother element here. Roman Reigns' promo Monday night almost seemed like that it was a shoot. And he shot hard. Um, To me, I think it was scripted. I think Vince McMahon finally just said, you know what? This is is what we're going to do. You're going to go out there and you're going to say, and you're just going to talk shit about Roman. I'm sorry, talk shit about Brock. You're going to talk about the fact that about his contract, the fact that he only appears limited, you know, you know, limited times a year. And then you're also going to hit on the fact of how, you know, how often he works or, you know, or doesn't work. And so he's going to swear that according to the Brock Lesnar's contract, uh, he actually does not have to make any other appearance for WWE. WWE has used all of his dates. He does not have to fight at Mania. He doesn't have to show up at any Raw. He doesn't have to show up at any SmackDown. Nothing. And so was Monday was Brock Lesnar sending a message that, you know, um, <clears throat> well, basically, he can do what people blame Jeff Jarrett for doing years and years ago. Technically speaking, he can ask for a million dollars every time he shows up between now and Mania. He can ask for $10 million. He basically, if the company wants him on the show, he's not under contract for any more dates. So basically, he can make his own asking price in WWE if they really want him to show up at Mania, then they'll basically have to give him what he wants. So I believe the promo was scripted from Roman, but I believe there was a little bit of, of realness too when Roman hit the line that he's there week in and week out, and you know Brock's not there, and, and now Roman, I'm pretty sure he's offended because if you stop and think about it, Roman's trying to do this program with Brock, and now Brock's bailing, and even though it's not personal with Roman. He's, you know, he was supposed to be there Monday. They were supposed to kick off the feud for me. Roman's probably ready to go, ready to. And now Brock just bails. So if I was Roman, I'd be pissed too because it's affecting Roman. See, here's why I don't buy that WWE used all Brock's, you know, con, you know, contracted dates. Because Paul Heyman put out a tweet saying he, him and Brock Lesnar were going to be in Chicago to fight this Saturday. So apparently WWE is going to be in Chicago, I think. Brock Lesnar did say, I'm sorry, Paul Heyman did say that Brock Lesnar would be there at the event to fight. That's number one. Number two, there, another reason why I don't think that this is true as far as the WWE using their con, all of Brock's contractional dates is because why would you have Paul Heyman at, on the elimination chamber, right? At the chamber during the pre-show saying Brock will see you Monday night. Well, that goes back to your point. You just said that Paul Heyman said Brock Lesnar will be there Saturday night in Chicago to fight. But uh, Paul Heyman also said on Sunday Brock Lesnar would be there Monday, and he wasn't. So what if they do that again and say Brock's coming, and then he doesn't show? Like, and that's the thing, too, because, you know, they had Paul Heyman come in, 
And from what I understand, you know, they actually tried to get Paul Heyman to convince Brock to show. And that's when Brock was like, well, I'm not going after Chamber. That's when he posted the pictures of him and Dana White talking to UFC. I believe that they have used the dates. And then I believe Brock is also trying to use that along with the fact that he went met with Dana White when the pay-per-view was in the same city. We're always in the same city as, as UFC. He was there. Didn't show. He's trying to use it for leverage to get as much money as he can because after Mania, he's leaving. That's my personal opinion, which, hey, if you want to make as much money as you can, go for it. However, I don't like the way he's going about it necessarily. Well, let's say WWE did use all his contractual, you know, dates, right? Um, okay. You're, you're absolutely right. Brock needs can ask for any type of his asking price. So how else should Brock go about it if Brock can't go about it this way? He's a free man, essentially. He's not under contract to WWE at this point, apparently. So Well, there's, there's, there's a catch to it, though. What's apparently, apparently, back when Brock Lesnar went and did his UFC fight with Mark Hunt, right. WWE apparently has two months of his contract where they let him to go to UFC so they can actually put a freeze on his contract Apparently until August, from what I've heard, this is from Pro Wrestling Unlimited. That's the clause. That's the clause in the contract that that could keep him through SummerSlam. Yep. Yep. Yes. They contract to where he's under contract to WWE until SummerSlam. So if Brock's not careful, WWE can say, "You want to screw us? Fine, but we're not going to let you out of your contract until August because he's not necessarily has to show up to any shows, but he's still under contract to that company, and they can basically screw him until August." Which is all. Though four or five months away, which isn't a long time. No, let's clear all this up. It is true because Dana White even came out and said Brock Lesnar's technically, if they want to be technical about it, Dana White did say Brock Lesnar's under contract until August, that he is under contract until at least SummerSlam. So, and again, Brock, now listen, if Brock goes to the UFC, he's not fighting right away. And here's why he has to enter the USA DA pool. That's the, you know, United States Association or Association Doping Agency. Yeah, I think is what it is for when he got popped for the fight against Mark Hunt. So now he has to go back into the pool and he has to serve another six to seven months suspension. So Brock, even if he said, hey, I'm going to UFC, guys, see you later. He's not fighting for another half a year. So it's really not sweat off Brock Lesnar's back because he's used to taking all that kind of time off. But realistically, how much longer can Brock Lesnar continue to think he can go to UFC and fight? I mean, he's 40 years old. He is in great shape. But father time catches up with all of us. If Brock Lesnar wants to prolong his career. Now, he did say when he signed his last contract that he said he already knew what he was going to do. And this contract expired. This is another reason why I believe he's going to the UFC. Because he already said he knew what he wanted to do. And he knew that he didn't want to be in WWE forever. My gut feeling is, is Brock will be at Mania. Uh, and then he's leaving. I, I, I think he's going, I think he's going to UFC. Now you're right. If he's not careful and he continues to try to strong arm the WWE, WWE's going to say, well, we're going to take the contract that we froze for two months. So you can go train to fight hunt and you're going to have to make those dates up to us. So I agree. With so, let's, let's take a look at this real, uh, hypothetically speaking. What if Brock decides to no show WrestleMania? 
Then what do they do? And then on top of that, what if he decides to know Germania and Roman gets in trouble for the steroids? Now both guys that's supposed to be in the main event aren't able to be in the main event or aren't in the main event. Well, then here's, then what, what, you, well, then here's what you do. You make a match between Braun Strowman, if he is the guy that was supposed to replace Roman, and you take another match that's on the card, and the winner moves on to fight Braun Strowman, you know, for the universal title as the last match on the card. Okay, but what, okay, so you do, okay, you can do that, especially if Roman gets, you know, popped before Mania, but what happens if Brock Lesnar waits till the day of Mania and then says, I'm not showing up? day of the show just kind of like you did for raw so you can have your replacement for Roman set up but then what do you do as a replacement for brock well here's the deal if 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 that is a if that is a fear that wwe has then wwe must have i hate to say it a backup plan there they have to have a backup plan for both scenarios yes they can go in there and think that brock's gonna show but they have to be smart about this and go there is a chance that he could do that so we have to have a backup plan on standby for him as well so if it's Brock, who do you pick to put in Brock's, you know, you know, Brock's space if you have, uh, you know, if you have Braun Strowman going, you know, in Roman's spot. So I guess the question then becomes, who do you pick there to replace Brock and, and how you do that match? That's what that, that that's what I would do. Here, here's here's what here's what I would do. It's, it's not probably the best idea, but you've got. You've got, um, well, as of right now, you've got a triple threat match for the IC title. If it was to stay a triple threat, and you have, say, Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, and say the Miz winds up winning because he pins Seth Rollins, well, then Finn Balor technically didn't lose, but he didn't win. So you take the guy that didn't take the fall in the triple threat match and give him another shot at his WrestleMania moment and put him in because they're both on the same shows. Yeah, that could happen. If it were me, I would put Finn Balor in the main event. Because Finn Balor... Ben Bauer never lost the Universal Championship. He's never got an outright rematch for that Universal Championship. And I don't know if you've heard, but apparently they're not doing the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And my other thought was, well, you can have the Battle Royal in the pre-show. And you can either announce, if, if they know Brock's not going to show at that point, you can announce the winner will be in the Universal title match, or you can have the winner. And then later on in the show, if they wait till last minute and Brock doesn't show, then you can either you could like play Brock's music, or you know you could have the Kurt Angle come out and say you know Brock's not here, yada yada yada. His replacement is, and they could be the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And if they're smart about it, they can have the Battle Royal say that the winner gets a future shot, like we talked about a few weeks ago, and they actually have the winner get a future shot in the future by two or three hours. That's true. That could easily happen like that. I actually kind of like that idea. My idea would have been this. My idea would have been to take the winner. Of the Intercontinental Championship triple threat, the winner, put him and, and then put him as the next person in. So if Finn became Intercontinental Champion, then here's what you can do. No one has ever held the IC title with the Universal. And what has Miz gone around saying he's wanted to do? Hold the That's right. So what I would do personally for me is I would put the winner. So if Miz won, he could get into the main event then and have another shot at another WrestleMania moment and become the champion that he's wanted to be. Which, personally, I'm not a big Miz fan, but personally, I would love to see that. It's been a while since you've had a double champion. Since Seth Rollins, when he was the WWE in the United States. That's right. Or Finn Balor wins, he gets it, 
or, you know, or, or what have you. Any one of those three are, are fine with me. That's how I would do it personally. Makes sense. And, and it's funny because this kind of tied in, you know, to the third part. And that's about whether we think Brock Lesnar is going to return to the WWE or if he's going to go to the UFC. So I was kind of bringing this all together. Me personally, I don't think Brock's coming back. Like I said, I think when it's all said and done, I think he just loves fighting way too much. The fact that, you know, when he fought Mark Hunt, he said this was a one-time thing and he said it was to scratch an itch. And apparently the itch hasn't been scratched apparently. So now he wants to go back. And so the fact that he cannot seem to get past this itch indicates to me that this is why he's going to go back. And I, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything WWE can do outside of maybe giving him part ownership of, of some sort, like 15% with all that money that he would stay. I, I just don't see what WWE can do. I don't think it's, I, I don't think personally in this instance, it's about money. I think it's well, about the fact he wants to fight. Brock's not hurting for money. Nope. Hey, that's obvious. Nope. And I honestly think what it is is Brock Lesnar wants to go back and he's not going to be satisfied in UFC until he has that one-on-one fight. Because this is what he said he wanted with Mark Hunt and he was disappointed he didn't get it. He wanted that one-on-one match and win by a knockout. So I think once he gets that knockout victory in the UFC with no cheating or, or no scandal behind it or no drugs behind it or uh, uh, steroids or anything, once he gets the definitive one-on-one knockout punch, then I think he'll be okay with moving on. But I think that after Mania, if he even shows, I, I think that Mania will be the last time we'll see Brock, at least for a while. You know, his last two fights, his last fight prior to Hunt, he got himself, he got his ass beaten. I mean, he got his ass beaten by Cain Velasquez, whooped his ass. I mean, he took him to the woodshed. He put him over his knee. He brought his belt out, smacked his ass, whatever you want to say. He bullied Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar is usually the bully. Cain Velasquez bullied him. So then you move on to his fight with Mark Hunt. He got the victory at the time, and then it got reversed into a no contest. So the last two fights of Brock Lesnar's have not gone over so well. So if you look at it from that perspective, I kind of, you know what, I, I think I'm on your side here with this. I think he wants to go back. He wants to show that he can do this definitively without any sort of issue. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think, but if you're going to put Brock Lesnar back in the UFC, it's got to be worth it. It's got to be a match that people are going to want to tune in to see. McGregor. Oh, that won't happen. Conor McGregor would have to put on over 150 pounds. That's not happening. Well, wait a minute now. Dana White (laughs) done an interview. Okay. And this was probably... Right around the time he, he wound up fighting uh, Boy, and someone asked him, he said, with the interest of two people from different with the interest from people from two different companies like that or two different sports, what's the chance of cross promotion? Again, and he said he would always be open to it. He said, Well, what's the chance of people in the same company, the UFC, but from different weight classes having dream matches? 
And he said that it's not out of the realm of possibility, but there's a lot of legal stuff they have to go to. And he made the comment such as waivers that doesn't hold UFC responsible, basically kind of like what they would do with like an unsanctioned, unsanctioned match. You're opening Pandora's box if you do that. Not saying, but if you could get McGregor to put on a little weight and have Brock drop some weight, now I'm, not, I'm not saying Brock's going to get down to McGregor's size or McGregor's going to get to Brock's. I could kind of see, maybe not McGregor, but I think that that's the biggest money match, me personally, that I would want to see. I'm not saying it's guaranteed or it's even close to happening, but that's the first match that comes to mind, first dream match. If Brock's going to go back to UFC, that would be the only fight I would actually pay to see. I mean, number one, you're right. There's going to be a lot of legal stuff that you have to work through, a lot of you know paperwork. Number two, you could do it like a catch weight where it means you come down to another weight that's not necessarily weight class. So, for example, they could say, you know, why don't we fight this fight at 225 pounds, which means both fighters would have to go to 225. They could do it that way as like a catch bout. But Conor McGregor is a tiny man. And as far as a dream fight, if that could actually happen, sure, people would tune in. But you know what they would tune in to see? Brock Lesnar flossing his ass with Conor McGregor. <laughs> you know, let's be real. Brock Lesnar would take him, stick him behind his backside to scratch an itch. That's the equivalent of, okay, I'm scratching my UFC itch. I'm going to, you know, take the biggest star in the company. Like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, it wasn't necessarily referenced that particular fire set in stone, but you, I mean, you never thought you'd see a McGregor uh, Mayweather fight. And it's, I mean, it's always about the money. So if they can somehow get around it and they make it happen, I mean, never, I've seen things happen. Never say never, as they say. But personally, if I had to put a percentage on that for that to ever happen. Oh, 1%. Oh, I, yeah. I was going to go five just to be generous. But yeah, I, actually, I would say probably a half a percent, you know, if I wanted to be an ass. Yeah, probably a dream match more so than necessarily saying it's going to happen or it's even – uh, possible, but when you say what, what you made the comment, what would the fight be, or who would the opponent be to bring him to UFC or whatever? I kind of got overexcited. My first thought was Conor McGregor. Well, I know, who, well, I know who you, would be. I know who exactly who would be. If, who's that? If Stip Miocic, the heavyweight champion of the heavyweight division of UFC, defeats Daniel Cormier in a title versus cha- title versus title, that's. I would make the Brock Lesnar match because then Stip would be a two weight class champion, which would raise his profile even more. If that happens, and he defeats Daniel Cormier in a title, uni- you know, unification match between the light, you know, light heavyweight championship, I believe it's for the light heavyweight championship. I think, but if, but if, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I think you know what it may be both championships. You know what I will look and and I will update update that later. But anyway, if, if if the heavyweight champion can pull it off and beat the light heavyweight champion, he, he's all, he's already the longest reigning UFC heavyweight champion of all time. He has four title defenses, I believe. If he wins and makes it a fifth, he's already gone through. You know, they're already going outside the heavyweight division for, you know, for opponents for him to face. For you know, for super matches, I would be like Brock. Here you go. 
You want to try to defeat the longest reigning UFC heavyweight champion, you know, of all time in the company. That's the matchup I would make if it was me, because that guy is badass. He is a he is a bad man. Well, that that, that fight makes the most sense. I mean, to be honest, you know, because like you said, you got the longest reigning UFC heavyweight champion. Possibly, if he wins this one, then he's got you know the the two uh, titles in two different weight classes. So yeah, that's probably the smartest thing you could come up with. Yeah, I think you can make that match, and I think you could sell out anywhere. I think you can sell it out in Vegas. You can sell it out in Atlantic City, Madison Square Garden. You can sell that out anywhere. Pretty much Brock Lesnar. You can say Brock Lesnar fights the winner of that fight because either one of those guys would be a great matchup. Either one of them. Daniel Cormier, man, he can you know he can strike and he can wrestle. Brock Lesnar's a wrestler, and so is Daniel Cormier. He can strike and wrestle, and so can Brock. But when, when, does that, when does that title match take place? Um, that is a great question. It's right around the corner. Takes place, and depending on the Brock Lesnar contract situation with WWE, by the time and then once Brock gets back in UFC and does all the testing, that guy might not be champion by then. That's true. That's why the fight. That's why this fight is right around the corner. It's not far off. If Brock Lesnar gets back into the USADA pool and serves the six months, you could realistically say the winner of that match will wrestle him next, depending on how long, you know, his, his suspension takes. So, I mean, again, you know, the timing has to be right and, and everything has to be impeccable and perfect. Um, I don't know. That'll be interesting. But I, uh, I think Brock's not coming back to WWE. All right, so uh, real quick before we move on or, or end this, when do you see that film producer releasing the, the video? I see it within the next week. I see it within the next seven to 14 days. Um, and here's why. Does he really want to risk the main event of WrestleMania? Does he really want to take that chance? If he has gotten the clear to go ahead and do it, what the hell is he waiting for? What the hell is he waiting for? Does he really want to risk that? Does he really want to risk alienating a business like that and potentially screwing up the biggest event in that company? I don't think so. And Smart, he waits till after WrestleMania to release it. Why is that? Well, like you said, the last thing you want to do is alienate yourself for ruining the WrestleMania match. And I know wrestling fans want to see the match, but, I mean, fans, there's quite a few of them. And especially with people knowing who he is in his business, the last thing you want to do is piss off a bunch of angry, angry wrestling fans to sit behind a computer all day. The last thing you want to do. Well, that's true. But, I mean, again, if Roman Reigns has broken the law, if Roman Reigns is breaking the law, the, I mean, you're only benefiting him by waiting, technically. I don't think Roman Reigns should be in the main event of WrestleMania with this cloud of speculation circling around him. I think he should be off TV. He needs to release it. I'm not saying that Roman should get his spot in Mania if, if he did it. I'm just saying for, for this guy, from his for, – for my, my thinking, the guy not to piss off people and not potentially hurt his business, he should wait. Well, either way, when he releases it, it's going to piss off a lot of people. Now, will it calm down if he waits till after WrestleMania? I mean, it could. I mean, it could calm down, but I don't, I, I don't think so. I think, you know – now, if he now if he chooses to wait, you know, I just hope he doesn't wait too long. Listen, if he can release it within a week or two, then 
you would still have plenty of time to find a replacement and build it up. If he surpasses two weeks, I mean, we're one week away from fast lane, and then we're what four weeks after that, so we're what six back, so we're five weeks away. So if he releases it next week, that'll make it a month before Mania. Then you have plenty of time to build it up if, if it indeed is true. If he surpasses two weeks, meaning going into a third, which would make it about two to three weeks before Mania, then I would probably agree with you. It would probably be best to sit on it. I'm only saying he should release it now because they have the time to at least fix things. If he waits until a week before and then chooses to release it, then he's putting WWE through a lot of stress. But again, WWE did this to themselves by having Roman Reigns win the stupid elimination chamber when he didn't have to. You could have given this to Braun Strowman, Braun versus Brock, and you know what? Then you wouldn't have been dealing with all this. It's on WWE. So, something else I, I think is really interesting about the situation, going back to that guy, is, is as of right now, I mean, Brock Lesnar and Roman is the match that they're a, a, a booking and announcing on TV. That's the official match. That's right. People that waited till after Chamber to buy their tickets to WrestleMania to see what the main event was going to be, I don't know what the majority or the percentage is, but people that are going to WrestleMania specifically to see or is looking most forward to Brock versus Roman, if they have releases it now, then those fans will be pissed. If he would have released it before Roman versus Brock was announced, then I don't see as many people you know, getting pissed. That's like if you're going to go see you know, Conor McGregor versus... For instance, just say Brock Lesnar in a UFC match. This guy, you know, Brock should be in there trying to find out the contender. So people are waiting to see who Brock's going to fight. And then they're like, oh, he's going to fight McGregor. Well, now I really want to go. Then they buy their tickets and then they, they can't get a refund. Then they announce, oh, well, Conor McGregor can't be here because he failed to, or because there's, you know, evidence that he did steroids. And this is the guy that released it. Now, a lot of people are going to be pissed off because them tickets aren't cheap. No, they're not cheap. I mean, again, WWE could have avoided all this by not letting Roman Reigns win the Elimination Chamber. All this to me ties back to you made a decision to pull the trigger to let Roman Reigns win the Chamber when he didn't have to. You could have put this on anybody else, and then you wouldn't be dealing with this stuff. So anything that happens here after this is on WWE because you know they know this. We've talked about this at length, you and I. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's 100% WWE small because at the end of the day, they run, WWE is the people that run WWE. They knew this was out there. And at the end of the day, they shouldn't have had him win. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yep. That's a fact. I'm not, I'm not trying to blame this guy for ruining WrestleMania by any means. But if he doesn't want people to be pissed off, maybe now's not the time to release it. He should have either done it already or he should just hold on to it for a little while because he's cutting it very close. I'll put it that way. Well, I agree. And listen, people are going to be pissed off regardless if he, hold, if he chose to help, hold on to it or if he chooses to release it now. There are going to be people pissed off. There's no way of avoiding that. You know, you're going to have your people who hate Roman Reigns, who don't want him in the main event, saying, well, this guy just released it already so we can hope Roman Reigns gets removed from the main event. And then there's going to be guys who, you know, love Roman Reigns. And if you release it and he's released, you know, and he's suspended and he's not going to be in the main event, they're going to be pissed, too. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if you think about it, you're going to have someone's going to be mad. Oh, this guy has not clarified. We still don't know if this is just evidence from what he's already been suspended for, or if he's got evidence that he's bought it since, or, or more recently, after that suspension. So we don't even know what the evidence is going to show, what the timeline is, nothing. Well, here's what we do know. What has already been let out is that whatever Roman Reigns you know, allegedly bought 
was not consumed for humans. Meaning humans aren't supposed to consume this for anything. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns got busted for Adderall. That's, that's, what, that's what WWE says. That could have been the way of covering it up. They could have they still suspended him for whatever it is he took. And then the public statement is, is that it was Adderall. But that's true. That's true. He could have been taking whatever. And they could have they could have looked the other way on that. And he could have had Adderall in the system, or they could have just said it was Adderall and, and kept what it really was to themselves. That's true. Yeah. Which I think is really hard to do, especially with today's technology and, and the way you can spread news all over the place. I figured it would have come out by now, but still. We, we honestly have no clue That's exactly true, yeah. what the frame is or what he honestly failed for until this guy releases the the information. That's true. And, you know, again, it, it's all coming. Um, the storm is pretty much on the doorstep, and it's only just a matter of time before it's released. All right, brother. Thanks for kicking it with me, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I was able to make it. Heck yeah, brother. All right. So, again, we will give you updates as it warrants. If anything gets released or we hear anything, we will definitely let you guys know. Everyone's sitting on the edge of their seats, man. All right, guys, you've, you've reached the end. So tomorrow night, I'm supposed to be podcasting. I will podcast tomorrow night. I will be podcasting about other sports for a change because it's been a while since I've done any other sports. And I know I got my basketball fans out there, football, baseball, all those guys out there waiting for me to throw something out there. Huh? What was that? Oh, I didn't say nothing. Oh, God. I thought you said something. All right, guys. We will get it to you guys tomorrow. Hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Please enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Lane. Thanks. All right, man. Hey, this is James McCoy. Welcome to the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits. Let's have some fun. So, like I said, I was going to do this with Lane. He can't be with me right now, so I will just get into it. What happened on Monday Night Raw with Roman Reigns is quite interesting. Um... His promo almost seemed like it was a shoot, like he was shooting on Brock Lesnar. And he said a lot of things that I agree with. I don't agree with a lot of Roman Reigns, but I agree with a lot of what he said. Um, Brock does hide behind his contract. He doesn't have respect for the business. I agree with those. But Roman, you don't have respect for the business either because you have put yourself in a situation that could really compromise your career. And you have no one to blame for that one but yourself if it turns out to be true. But the question is, was what Roman Reigns said Monday night a true shoot? Or was it scripted and Brock really wasn't, you know, going to actually be on Monday Night Raw? It was just a swerve. Here's what I think. You had Paul Heyman at the Elimination Chamber pre-show saying Brock would be there. It had been heavily promoted that Brock Lesnar was going to be there. So why would you do that if you're WWE? Why would you heavily promote that and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen? Brock Lesnar was in Las Vegas, you know, the site of the Elimination Chamber, took a picture with UFC owner Dana White. Here, here's what I think. I think the situation is that Brock Lesnar is going back to the UFC. I think, you know, he has unfinished business. He wants to do it. But Brock is going to have to serve a six-month suspension once he gets back into the USADA pool for, you know, what he got busted for, you know, a while back. So Brock Lesnar wants to get back into the UFC. Now, could he be doing all this to strong-arm WWE for a better contract? It's possible. 
I mean, he did it, you know, during the last time they negotiated a contract. Um, he no-showed, you know, a show back then. I don't know what will ultimately happen. I can only give you, you know, a guess. And my guess would be that Brock's going to go back to the UFC. Now, why would he? He has it very comfortable in WWE. He can come and go when he pleases. He makes a boatload of money for working maybe four or five times a year. That's it. I believe it's because he has unfinished business. Maybe he's bored. I mean, I have no idea. If I were him, I wouldn't leave the WWE at all. I, I just wouldn't. You know, it. he has it so comfortable. You know how many guys wish they could have the contract that he has? Where he can just come in and work four times a year? Anybody would want that. And listen, there's guys there. I mean, shoot, The Undertaker comes in once a year, but, he, but he's earned that. I honestly don't believe, truly, that Brock Lesnar has earned that in the stipulation of this business. I don't. Yeah, you can say he's a draw, he's a polarizing star, and maybe he is all those things. But I don't think Brock Lesnar paid his dues. I don't, because they put the championship on him quick. They put him the moon and back. I mean, I feel the same way about Roman. You know, he was with the Shield. They put the Shield, you know, into the middle of main event scenes, right? Roman comes out, you know, yeah, he had to prove himself in the main event scene against guys like Randy and, you know, and everybody, but, uh, and Kane and, but what happened to actually paying your dues, right? What happened to that? Um, I don't think Brock Lesnar ever truly did. And Brock has not been in the business long enough for me to say, that he deserves this. He didn't put, he hasn't put his body through the type of hell that guys like The Undertaker, the guys like Kane, the guys like Cena, the guys have been there for over 15 years plus. Those three guys together have been there for probably a total of 55, 60 years combined between the three. Brock only came in in what, 2003? Was there for two years and then he came back in 2012. Seven years. Brock shit on the company when he left. Gave a piss poor performance in his final match at WrestleMania in the first time against Goldberg. That's what Brock did. And everyone knew he was on the way out. You don't do that to a business that gave you an opportunity. Then at WrestleMania against Dean Ambrose, he puts on a piss poor performance there as well. He has no respect for the business at all. And I challenge anybody out there to call into my station who are wrestling fans. Do you agree that Brock doesn't care for the business? I don't think he does. His actions and what he does, to me, I un listen, I understand he, he says he's a businessman. I get all that. I understand he wants to make his money. Get that too. But you have to show somewhat some respect to people who are, one, paying you this money, number two, giving you this chance that you can be coming in only four times a year, 
I mean, come on. Show some respect. And I want to know from everybody out there if you think I'm wrong or, or if you think I'm right. So please, call into my station, let me know, and I would love to debate you guys with it. I think that would be fun and a nice little interesting twist because I want to see what you guys think and see if you guys can throw in, you know, maybe a wrinkle that I'm not thinking about, you know, something um, to really make this conversation, you know, either, you know, get spiced up or get taken in a different direction. All right, so let's move on to this filmmaker. This filmmaker has put out a report saying he's going to go into hiding once this gets revealed, whatever he has on Roman and everybody else that he has linked. For anyone who's not familiar with the story, Richard Rodriguez, drug dealer out of Miami, his office was raided. They came across a lot of information about, you know, distribution of drugs. And there's a long list of people that are on that list. There's also a long list of tracking numbers and addresses and phone numbers and everything associated with the people that he has on that list. So this guy's looking at hard jail time. Hard time. So... The rumors are is that he made a deal. Excuse me. Made a deal. So with that deal, he now had to reveal everything that he knows. And if everything turns out accurate, obviously his sentence will be reduced. The more more you reveal, the better your sentence is going to be cut. Um, This filmmaker, Mr. Bravo, decided to take on this. Um, this film and he is going to release anytime now the evidence against Roman Reigns that he has and everybody else that's on that list that may not be a wrestler but celebrities or sports athletes he's releasing all of that and now he says he's going to go into hiding after doing that because he fears for his life That tells me there's a lot of people who don't want this information released. That tells me that if you're that fearful of going into hiding, that either A, you've already been threatened, or B, you're anticipating the backlash and you're anticipating the threats, so you're just going to go get a head start and jump and go hide. Listen, this is what happens when you do something like this. This is what happens when you take on a story like this. You know, you know, you are putting yourself in the middle of the firefight, so to speak. You know, there's been lawyers who have defended very bad people. And those people, those lawyers have been threatened. And in this case, you're afraid for your life because in a way, you're kind of defending Richard Rodriguez. And in a way, there may be people who don't want this released. And here comes the backlash. I think you need, if you are fearful that you're going to, you know, you could die, then you need to go to the police and ask for protection. 
Now, you're the one taking this on. You need to protect yourself. I totally agree with that. Go to the police and get protection if that's what you really feel. Now, when it comes to this evidence, this guy's not backed down. He has not backed down from his claims that there's evidence against Roman Reigns and other WWE superstars or maybe even other wrestlers and other promotions. When this first came out, I just thought it was BS from the internet. You know, don't believe everything you read. The more I looked into it, the more I investigated it, you know, looked up info, the more I realized this isn't just something on the internet that you need to ignore. And if you're a WWE fan like I am, or or, or just a wrestling fan in general like I am, you're obviously interested. So my question to you guys, and I... Do you think that this guy's bluffing? Do you think he's telling the truth? And do you think Roman Reigns is in a lot of trouble? Because here's what I know. If Roman Reigns, after his first suspension, continued to buy, dr- continued to buy drugs from this guy, and it's proven that, that he did that, the big dog could be in the big house. If he distributed it, Roman Reigns could be looking at Big House. The big dog in the big house. Again, we have to wait till everything comes out. But I do believe this guy has something. I do. I totally do. I didn't. I didn't in the beginning. But I do now. And hear me out, everybody. He keeps doubling down on his comments. He's not wavering from anything. Usually when someone says something wrong and, or says something very controversial that turns out to be wrong, there's, he caves in, those people cave into the pressure from other people around him, and guess what they do? They tell him that he needs to back up his comments a little bit, meaning you, know, you need to reword what you said and put it out there differently. He hasn't done that. He hasn't. He hasn't backed down from anything. He has continued to double down. He has continued to straight up say, I got this evidence against him and it's coming. This is why I believe him. That's why. And if he's full of shit, right, and it turns out that he doesn't have anything that's very big against Roman Reigns, then that's good for Roman and that's good for his career. And I'll I'll apologize. I will come on my podcast and I will man up and apologize but I think he's got it and I think Roman's in a lot of trouble so I mean get ready this shit's gonna hit the fan it's gonna hit it quick and when it does it's gonna turn the wrestling world upside down and it could turn the main event for Wrestlemania the biggest show of the year on its head because you have now Brock Lesnar who people are fearing he may not show up due to the fact that WWE apparently has used up all of his, you know, you know, contract days that he could be there. The only way that Brock would come back is if WWE said, here, we're going to give you this if you come make an appearance. His contractual dates have all ran out, according to reports. So you have that. You have what happened on Monday night where 
Roman appeared to be shooting on Brock, then now you have all this. So the two guys who are in the main event, you got clouds circulated around them. And I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say one of those wrestlers that's on that list is Brock. That's my opinion. That's what I feel because he's already he, he got popped in the UFC for and he got suspended and he got fined. Both of his test samples in the UFC came back for for steroids. And human growth hormones. I mean, I would not be surprised if Brock is on that list. That's all I'm going to speculate on, who's on that list, because I can't really think of anybody else. There is a Hall of Famer, though, that apparently is connected to all this, that apparently, you know, spent $140,000 on, you know, stuff. Now, we don't know if he did it, if he were taking orders from, you know, from the wrestlers or what. We don't know that. We just know that he spent over 140 k So he's going to be revealed. Who could the legend be? All we're going to do is guess. I mean, I have a few names in mind, but I'm not going to say because I don't know. And I know I just said I believe Brock Lesnar's on that list, but that's just my opinion. Let me clear this up. I'm not saying Brock is on this list at all. That's just my opinion. Now, in one of the earlier reports from John Bravo, it was reported that Brock Lesnar was another name that was on this list. We will find out. We, we are, we're all going to sit here in anticipation, waiting for this film to come out. And it needs to come out soon. That's, what's, that's what has to happen. But I think Roman's in a lot of trouble here. And I think whoever's on this list is in a hell of a lot of trouble as well. So we will sit here and we will wait patiently and we'll see what happens. I'll tell you what, guys, guys and girls, it's uh, an interesting time to be a wrestling fan. I mean, I, I honestly can't tell you the last time that there's been so much controversy like this. When was the last time the two main event guys were getting ready to fight each other? When was the last time you heard you had this much controversy? In the words of Eric Bischoff, man, controversy makes cash. And I don't know if this kind of controversy will make cash. I think this controversy right here could be the end of one career. I hope for Roman that this isn't true. I hope any of it is not true for him. But if it is, he will be suspended for 60 days and he will be out of the main event at WrestleMania. And that's where I'm going to transition to my next to- you know, to my next topic. Braun Strowman does not have a clear partner for Mania yet. It looked like on Monday night it could be Elias. Reports are coming out in the round that they are keeping Braun Strowman's WrestleMania card open just in case that either Brock or Roman, but mostly Roman, is suspended. Or WWE has to suspend him. That Brock would then fight Braun. And that's... And that's where... And that's where we're at here. 
Um, it looks like the Miz is going to be defending his championship against. It's going to be defending his championship against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. So I will address that when I come back.